Welcome back to Innocence Lost. Today is Monday, June 28th, and it is a hot and humid day in Brooklyn. It's going to be 95 this week, um, and as someone who is living without an AC, um, I'm not too thrilled about that, but we're going to make do, um, sit in front of some fans, and uh, try and stay cool. But anyway, today's episode is with Paris DeLaw. We This is the first in-person episode that I have recorded. We recorded it a few weeks ago when he visited, um, and it's a great, great little conversation that I'm excited for you to hear. Um, but first, I wanted to talk about something pretty cool that happened to me this week. Um, I'm not fully employed yet, but I have been getting more jobs recently. Um, a few months ago, my uncle Scott, who lives in LA and is in the industry, um, asked me if I wanted to be a production assistant on one of the documentaries he was working on. Um, right away, I said yes. And I did it, and I think I did a good job. And I met Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane, um, two just comedic geniuses. Um, and yeah, and it was a surreal experience that I loved, but I, I wasn't really sure if more was going to come out of it. Um, but sure enough, I got a call a couple weeks ago asking if I wanted to help out with another shoot that happened this past week. For a different documentary on George Carlin. So again, I said yes, of course. And I did it, and I'm happy to report that I had one of the the coolest days ever. The interview was with Stephen Colbert um, at the location where they record The Tonight Show. Um, so we packed up all of our gear, headed up there. I was a stand-in while they set up the shot. Um... And while I was standing in, in walked in Judd Apatow. He was there to conduct the interview with Colbert. Uh, so he got in kind of early to prep. Uh, and he was a super nice guy. We chatted about stuff. We chatted about his family. He like asked my name and introduced himself to me. Um, so that was a really cool moment. Because he's definitely uh, a hero of mine. Uh, Freaks and Geeks and Netflix's Love and The Big Sick super bad just classics for me um and it was very very cool to see him um in his domain to be directing to be producing to be conducting the interview um as someone who conducts interviews on a fairly regular basis now it was super inspiring to see just a master at his craft um and it was also crazy to see Stephen Colbert uh he walked in and so I think they, they recorded the interview like two or three hours before they record The Tonight Show. So he was very much so in his Stephen Colbert Tonight Show mode. Um, and it really came off. He came in and he just <laughs> felt like a god. Um, there was like a aura around him that like gave me goosebumps. Um, and at the end of the day, he sat down and he was a normal guy and it was cool. But... Yeah, he's, he's a star, and it, it definitely makes sense why he makes the big bucks. Um, so yeah, I, I got to watch that interview in person, um, and like I mentioned, it was very inspiring to just see two just legends um, just kind of talk about comedy and talk about, um, yeah, their love of George Carlin. Um, definitely 
one of the coolest days of my life. I really get a kick out of meeting famous people. I like it. Um, so, and the work itself was very cool. So I'm really hoping that it leads to more opportunities, um, potentially full-time work. We'll see. Um, but all in all, very cool experience. One of those things that's helps justify, I guess, not that I need to justify it, but just kind of makes coming out here all worth it. Cause I don't know if I stayed in Chicago and had, I don't know, a full-time logistics job or something, I wouldn't have been able to do that. And you can't really put a price tag on experiences like that. So anyway, why not get into the episode? Um, as I mentioned at the top, this is with Paris Delal, um, day one kind of friend, many years of concert going and frothing and watching sports and yeah, definitely, definitely an important person in my life. Um, and I think this conversation is pretty stellar. So enjoy. Yo, who that boy? Who him is? Him that nigga? I swear, stand out guy. Him don't need no chair. Well, what a fuck him at? Cause nigga, I'm right here. I don't shop at the mall. All y'all just that motherfucker. I'm a goddamn artist. You can give me some markers and I draw you a closet. And you know that it's golf bitch gonna make the deposit. Nigga, fresh to death like he got dressed in a coffin. Cons overalls and a striped shirt. The boy drips swag like a broken faucet. It's running, nigga. I'm running. Shit, that cherry be the bomb. Do they have sweet green in Detroit? Uh, no, they do not. <laughs> Explain a little. Sweet bit. green is like so. I've seen them in New York and Chicago. Okay. Um, they're just like, it's just like a salad place. Oh, okay. So you just, it's like one of those. You just like go and you get like a fifteen dollar salad kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and they they look like pretty good. Yeah. But like, and it's like fifteen dollars for a salad. And I don't really like salad, so yeah. I don't. I don't think I'll ever go there. Um, but if a company was like paying for my food, maybe yeah. I would go to Sweet Green for lunch. I don't know. Yeah, it's nice. They probably have a Sweet Green equivalent. Yeah, it's probably just like some trendy salad place yeah. in Cleveland. Yeah, I'm sure there's something out there, but I, I guess I, thinking about food, I'd feel like it's tough because like sometimes when you go out and like you're with like a customer or something, they'll like want to go somewhere that's like not the best option. And, like, mm-hmm. can't really say no because it's, like, yeah. they want to go there. So you're like, oh, sure. Like, let's yeah, go. I mean, I don't know. 90% of just, like, restaurants you go to are really unhealthy. Yeah. And, like, even their healthiest option is still kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And it's and easier to say that you're going to get a healthy option. And then you no, show you up. No, you go and you're like, oh, give me a burger. Yeah. Give me a Give me a fried chicken sandwich, you know? Like, it's, yeah. it's different. But yeah. I think I've gotten used to it a little more now that I've been doing it for three months. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. I feel like it's just like the way life's going right now. Who do you think the best team in baseball is? On paper, mm-hmm. the Dodgers. Yeah, I guess on paper. On paper, the Dodgers. So the Sox are good. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I will, as as a as a diehard Cubs fan, I will say the Sox are good, mm-hmm. but I will forever hate them, and that's yeah. that's just not going to change. You know that I feel like that's a big part of our friendship, <laughs> like a very big part of our friendship. Yeah, and the mutual agreed upon. Hatred for Hatred. the opposite team. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's fair. Yeah. How was the Tigers game that you went to the other day? It was really cool. It was my first time at Comerica. Which, it's a pretty ballpark. Pretty ballpark. Very nice. It's in a, I like it. On a good spot. There's like, mm-hmm. like you can, from our seats, I could see Ford Field, which yeah. was sweet. I like how in that, like, downtown Detroit, all the stadiums are, like, right next yeah. to each other. So I'm, I think I, it's kind of a cool 
it's a coolly laid out city. Yeah. yeah. Have you been there? I'm getting yeah. by the by the talks of it. It seems yeah, like been not there. not for like a long time though. This is just kind of what I remember from being like ten. Okay. Ten yeah. or twelve. Me yeah. and my dad went to a Tiger game. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I think. I mean, we've talked about this in the past, and we had a plan to do a like a a trip to see like a bunch of ballparks after graduation, mm-hmm. but. Um, I think we should still keep that, which on the we box. will do. Yeah. I think like that'll be good to do next summer. Yeah. Um, when they're full, well, when they're all full capacity. Yeah. And like, things aren't I as crazy, know. you know. Yeah, I feel like something like that. If we if we did it now, I feel like we would regret like not just like doing it when there was normal baseball. Yeah. Like. Yeah. When the I feel like the crowd adds a whole other element yeah. to the game. Yeah. Which is and just being able to like move around and sit where we want. Yeah. You can't really do that now. No. Like no. it's pretty the pretty strict. Yeah. I think it'll be cool though. I've been to six ballparks now. Nice. And I think I'm hitting seven in June. Number seven, truest park in Atlanta. Oh nice. Yeah. Get to see the Braves versus Dodgers. Which That's a new cool. stadium, I think. Yeah. It was like had, Sun um... Sun something state state park or something. Mm-hmm. And then they changed the name, I think last year to Truist Park. Weren't they Turner Field? Turner Field was, yeah. yeah. And then they went to like Sunset or Sunrise or something. Mm-hmm. And then now they're Truist. So Atlanta versus the Dodgers. Yeah. They were in the NLCS last year pretty sure. I believe that's correct, yeah. yeah. That'll be a good game. Yeah, because the Braves were pretty good last year. The Braves are a pretty good team. I like the Braves. Yeah. I'm excited to see them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me and Stalin have watched a good amount of baseball because mm-hmm. we've been together. Yeah. It helps that, like, the Sox are good. Yeah. I don't think we'd be as enthused if they weren't good as fuck yeah. like they are right now. Well, I mean, it's always um, fun watching a good team, you know? Yeah, I mean, like when it's when it's like when you're like a hundred games into the season and your team's like twenty five games out or yeah. something, <laughs> like the White Sox have been yeah. the last like decade. Like, what's that uh, like? It's hard to watch completely meaningless yeah. baseball. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna enjoy it while we can. Yeah, we got, we got mm-hmm. that free like MLB TV. Oh, or T-Mobile. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And yeah, that's kind of like what we do on Sundays because they're always on like Sunday afternoon yeah um on Sundays and just like whenever we're just chilling mm-hmm. in the evening sweet just yeah. throw it on it's a good pass kind of nice it's America's pastime, right yeah <laughs> I mean <laughs> who ended up winning that bracket tournament um my friend Ashley oh, from school yeah right Rojas was uh very confident going into it and then it uh backfired on him and it was very funny to see his reaction because we know rojas gets very mad very easily yeah and it's comical <laughs> i interviewed him oh yeah nice. yeah How like was a that? few weeks ago that's good i think it'll be out yeah in the next like couple months okay um yeah it was good good he was he was good we talked a good amount about his car crash, actually, oh. <laughs> which was fucking crazy. That was one of the hindsight. scariest moments, I think, in our friend group. Yeah. Just, like, see, like, I remember he sent the picture of the car. Yeah. Just, like, seeing the car. Is, yeah. Like, well, the thing that he took a tumble, shit. like, the car rolled over yeah. and he didn't really get hurt. Yeah. You know? That's, like, very lucky and we're yeah. very grateful that he's still here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we also talked about his girl oh too. yeah he's straight in love like I th- you and I were kind of talking about it the other day but I think if I I think if I were a betting man 
I think you got to put Marco, Sam, and Nick and Maggie like at the top because of how long they've been together. Yeah. As far as most likely to get married. But I would put Rojas right behind them with this girl. So, <laughs> so it's funny you say. So I am a betting man. <laughs> um, I think I'd put Rojas number one. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've only been together six months. And yeah. Marco and Sam have been together for like a decade. Yeah. So. Well, I get that, but. From, I don't know, Rojas, uh, we were on Discord one night, and <laughs> he, like, told me, he's like, because we used to play 2K, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, we'd play, like, six games a night sometimes, and, like, we were supposed to do that, and then he's like, oh, I can't. I have a girl coming over. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I was like, I've yeah. been waiting all day for this, and you're going to ditch me. And then he's like, yeah. oh, I have a girlfriend. And I was like, what? And he's like, you're the first one to know. So it was like it was cool to find out, and I know how happy he is with her. Yeah, and I really can't see it going for the long haul. Yeah. I need all my bitches same color as Drake. If they not, then they getting rocked. Put that pirates in the pot. I don't give a fuck if you out there in the six like a dick. Pussy boy, you getting hit with the and I'm really with the shit. So you not gonna take my hits, break my heart while I break your bitch. So, um, you grew up in Cornerstone. Yes. Um, moved from Glendale Heights in second grade. Glendale Heights. Yes. Which is... Which is further like east. another suburb. 20 minutes Illinois. east, yeah, of St. Charles, West Chicago area. They were looking to move, and um, St. Charles just happened to be there, West Chicago. And with the neighborhood we lived in, we fall into the St. Charles district. So, it worked out nicely. I started mm-hmm. elementary school out in, in Norton Creek. Mm-hmm. Um... With some of the boys. Yeah. With uh, Marco, Udash, and Sam also, who lived across the street from me growing up, which was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, my sister went to East, so big move. We've been there for 16 years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Nice. Uh, so who was your first friend? Was it Udash? It was. It was yeah. Udash. I remember he brought that up. Yeah. Too. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I came in yesterday and to Brooklyn, and we've been just hanging out, catching up. It's been great. Um, but yeah, Udash was my first friend. Um, I think it's funny because um, like I just it was second grade in our class, and I just see like in the neighborhood, you just like see a bunch of kids running around, and as a little mm. kid, you're like open to go and like talk to people, right? And right. I guess I just did that and we ended up being like pretty good friends, but I'd say Yudesh is my first friend that's stuck by, like we've stuck by each other's side since then. Um, honestly, I would probably say I met Sam first. Mm. Like she was like across the street, right across yeah. the street. Yeah. And like they, like the people who lived at our house before, like were also like kids our age mm-hmm. and they would hang out with like the street kids and like, mm-hmm. um, but like I had a bunch of people like Ali Hassan, mm-hmm. um, me and him got really close when we were younger and like, yeah. we still chat every once in a while. Nice. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's cool to see like how many people who lived in Cornerstone, like just to see everyone like grow up and kind of do their thing. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. And, and Troy, Troy Dykus. Troy Dykus. Yeah. I used to, honestly, I through like 90. Yeah, like it's fucking yeah, massive. Low key, low key, I might have hung out with Troy more than I hung out with Sam. <laughs> <laughs> like growing up, like we were just yeah. like sometimes we would play basketball for like three hours straight. Nice. Yeah. So a nice little, nice little suburb vibe. Yeah, good oh, yeah. place uh, to be a kid. Yeah, make a bunch of friends and hang out and 
play sports. And yeah. Cool. Yeah, and it was you, fun. <laughs> you play it. So you really like basketball. Yeah. What did that hobby start? Uh, actually, back at the old house, I had a I had a little tykes hoop, mm-hmm. um, in the in the living room at the old house, and I don't know. My parents said it's ever since I was like very young, I just always like would pick up like a baseball or like a basketball and just kind of like throw them around. And when I got older, like my parents bought a hoop and started shooting, and ever since it's like you just really like kind of how it started. Yeah, started watching the Bulls a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Growing up, I mean, mm-hmm. basketball is one of my favorite sports to watch. Yeah, and yeah i feel like it just was my way of like working out growing up uh-huh. and like oh i'm bored let me go shoot some yeah. hoops in the driveway yeah i mean it's in it's in part of why you're here yeah. right now yes yeah. yeah i'm not going but the boys are seeing a nats bulls game tomorrow which would be a pretty cool experience oh, it's, gonna be, um, it's gonna be electric yeah so you you played storm basketball back in the day yeah i, I uh that I played one year of travel, uh-huh. and then played one year of travel in West Chicago basketball, uh-huh. and then played two. I didn't know there was West Chicago basketball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So actually, Yudash and I were on the same team mm. for a year. I think Mitt too. Um, but yeah, I played that, and that was a lot of fun. I really like right now, like being at the age I'm at, I really miss organized sports. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I played I played uh, two years of high school basketball. Mm-hmm. Which was fun, but also I was a very short Indian yeah. man <laughs> in a very white dominant high school. Yeah. Where the coaches didn't really favor that, you know? Yeah. So it was tough. Um, but it was it was good. I think it was a good experience. Uh-huh. I learned a lot and it was fun to be welcomed onto a team like yeah. that. For sure. Yeah. And you ended up playing tennis. Yeah, I played tennis for three years, actually. Yeah. Yeah, sophomore, junior, senior year. Nice. So we'll get to high school, I think, in a little bit. Um, But yeah, I guess thinking about... I don't know, you you strike me as someone who has, (laughs) in general, a pretty good memory. I don't know. It seems like you're good at pulling, like memories and like times and i don't know yeah. I, I i'm just like prefacing that because like i've had conversations with people and i've like i don't know just like brought up those really early things and they just like are like oh middle school i don't remember anything yeah yeah <laughs> but do you do you think back fondly of your middle school experience that's when we met yeah was, i was at redling yeah i i actually honest i'm i'm happy you brought this up because i really do i yeah. I think it was great. So elementary school, I built my relationship with like Udash, Marco, Mitt, and Connor, if you remember Connor Mannion. Mm-hmm. And it was middle school when right before I met like the rest of like a good addition to our like current friend group, mm-hmm. Connor moved. Yeah. So it was like pretty tough on like all of us, I think right. at the time, because it was pretty integral part of our, yeah. of our crew at the time. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think... When I look back to middle school, I just think of the first time I picked up a, a Frolf disc, <laughs> seventh grade, with uh, nice. with, with you, KD, yeah, you uh, Dash and Marsh, yeah, and that's see like now, yeah, now that I think about it, yeah, Frolf was, I think of, I think of Xbox mm-hmm. as one Some of the MW2 big things. Days. Yeah, just like everyone, just kind of like, I don't know kind of kind of a lot of people just like met over xbox like, yeah live parties yeah um, like tommy liam i met yeah, them over xbox of, yeah. live um 
but then froth was like another thing yeah it's kind of like was something early on that was like a forced a forced way of like bridging the gap of like hanging out more in public yeah i think yeah like a, like a good way to just like go out and hang and walk around and do shit yeah like no i think um, it was great i yeah. uh that's like honestly that's one of the biggest things i remember during middle school days uh-huh. like obviously yeah me too like, yeah. <laughs> like obviously yeah. like you meet people and like you like hang out like outside of school but like a lot of it was also just like walking from like eight one to eight two and just being like hey what's up like mm-hmm. let's like like hang out you know yeah and like i don't know i think that was really really like a good part of like our developmental phase for our friendship because mm-hmm. that was like the beginning of it yes it was and look at us today 10 years later we're still like as close if we're not here. closer you know podcasting yeah in brooklyn yeah it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> um nice so you look fondly of middle school and when i look back on middle school i don't really remember much but i also look pretty fondly i i struggle with i remember like sixth grade Mm -hmm. i remember being hard because i think i kind of i don't want to rehash stories or beat a dead horse but rojas's and i's transition from fifth to sixth grade was hard because i think it was like 90% 90% of the people from my elementary school ended up going to, like, the other one, like, Haynes or Thompson. Yeah. So it was only, like, a few of us who went to, eat to yeah. middle school. And it was, like, the, the Valley kids. Yeah. I really, <laughs> I really didn't understand that, though. I'm, yeah. I'm glad it happened the way it did, because yeah. if it didn't, we wouldn't have met. Yeah. But... I really don't it's understand. It's kind of weird how they did that. Yeah, because they us. do it in middle school, too. Like, at Thompson, yeah. half goes to north, half goes to east. It's a weird way yeah. of doing it. And you like, just lose your friends. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, people, like, I mean, even in our friend group, like, Tommy and Liam, they all went to Thompson. Thompson. But then they came to east, even though they're, like, way closer to north. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, really glad it happened the way it did. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Who it was knows, like, so strange, right? Yeah, it is strange. They opened up that one bridge mm-hmm. that the red gate bridge that would have made me way closer to north um yeah but i think i, I beat the the cutoff or whatever yeah, like the district team. line or whatever yeah yeah um like i said happy happy it happened the way it did, right? <laughs> yeah so then you transition into high school do you yeah. remember do you remember that um time yeah i i don't know i I know people always talk about, like, oh, I hate high school. I never want to go back. I don't know if I was in that same boat. Uh-huh. High school was a weird time. Yeah. Um, I felt like I was, like, kind of jumping around from friend group to friend group. Yeah. And I felt like a part of our group that we developed in middle school, like, kind of branched out a little bit with the addition of half of the Thompson kids that came over. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think freshman and sophomore year, I was very focused on like basketball because i thought i had some sort of like high school future with it but Mm -hmm. obviously that didn't work out Mm -hmm. um but i think junior and senior year was great because like end of junior year to senior year i felt like we all developed our friendship again and that's why we're still friends today like i mean we talk every day we like you know like it's it's one of those things that i'll always remember because like that was a big part of why it was like so hard to leave home to go to school mm-hmm. especially with the way the summer went before college mm-hmm. 
It's a good one. It was a really good one. Mm. The first Lala experience. Yeah. Yeah. The best. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you think of any important relationships you had in high school? Um, and p- f- relationships that kind of just kind of shaped you? Um, like with friends? Friendships or girls. Either one. Yeah. Maybe uh, both. Maybe both. <laughs> um, I think... I never really had a real, like, relationship in high Uh school, which I don't think helped for the Mm -hmm. long run. I feel like having a relationship in high school. It's good to knock one out early. Yeah. Well, not (laughs) knock one. I think it's more of, like, a learning thing where, like, if you you happen to meet someone that you could see yourself being with for a significant amount of time, Mm -hmm. I think it's more of just, like, a learning thing. Yeah. But outside of that, I mean, just friendship-wise, like... Growing up with Marco and Yudesh were, was, for me, was a motivation because I know how gifted they are. Mm-hmm. And it was always like, I'm like, just like a step or two behind. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I need to like keep pushing myself, motivating myself. And I think I, I personally think I really tried hard in high school, which looking back, mm-hmm. I wish I didn't try as hard. Yeah. Um, I think we all think that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a good mindset to be <laughs> in at the time. Yeah. It was like a really good mindset to be in at the yeah, time. Yeah. It's better than the alternative. Exactly. Yeah. And it was good, but I think a good portion of, like, looking back, like, my friendships with uh, Rog was mm-hmm. was very big. Um, yeah. Ferran, like, Ferran and I are, like, bread and butter. Like, we're very mm-hmm. close. Um, Joe. Yeah. I feel like I got, and these were all just kind of relationships that reached a new level in high yeah. school. And even honestly, even with you, like mm-hmm. I, I feel like we got along really well. Yeah, we had a lot of similar interests. Um, just in between sports, froth, music, and just like yeah, concerts, yeah. music, yeah, playing basketball all the time. Yeah. Um, just like sports in general yeah i feel like our love for sports is what yeah going to games yeah binds our friendship very well yeah and i hope to continue that yeah yeah absolutely yeah but yeah i'm I'm looking forward to the future yeah and the uh shenanigans we'll get up to when we have incomes and oh yeah time to kill oh yeah (laughs) yeah even i mean going back a little bit even my relationship with sam Uh um i mean like I said, I think she was honestly the first person I met after mm-hmm. I moved. Um, and, like, pretty much welcomed me with open arms. It's like, oh, a new kid comes into the neighborhood. Yeah. It's weird, you know? Like, it is weird. It's a different setting, and you don't really know anyone. You kind of get trying to make friends early on to build those relationships over the years. And it was really nice to have someone like that just to, like, introduce me to people. And mm-hmm. it was fun. So, I, that, like, those are, I think those are some very key factors that have shaped me to become who I am because everyone just pushes me to be my best and I think that's important. And you're a big, I would say you're a big people person in general. Um, And I don't know, it's it's kind of, it's kind of like a fun thing because I feel like I've ended up having a similar conversation with everyone who's been on. It's just kind of like, (laughs) <laughs> just that people are everything. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, I don't know, what else is there in life, really? Yeah. And, and I think we're all pretty fortunate to have good support systems. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think we're lucky in that sense. And yeah. Like I just said, yeah. Excited for the future. Yeah. And traveling and 
doing cool shit. Yeah. Um, I think, I think it's also the, the people that you surround yourself with, as long as they give you that happiness and laughter, that'll, yeah. And I think our friend group does a really good job of that. Like when I'm with you guys, I'm just happy. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. You know? Yeah. So uh, you mentioned a few of those key people in your formative years that mm-hmm. kind of got you where you are today, which is nice. Um, I remember you really liked Mr. Bullman. He was like, yeah. Was he your favorite teacher in high school? Would you say one of? Yeah, honestly, probably one of. Yeah, I. Uh, I remember you just like hang out with him a good amount. Yeah, I mean it was like, just like the. If you get there early in the morning, you just go to the science office and just mm-hmm. kind of chill there. Yeah, and like. I don't know, he was just, like, a young guy teaching a class that was, like, kind of tough at the time, mm-hmm. and it was good to build, like, that, I don't know, right now, I mean, all right, so I'm in a sales role, so it's, like, I understand, it's cool, like, you have, like, your school side of, sh- like, shit, but then it's also, like, nice to have, like, that personal relationship with someone, because mm-hmm. I think it's just more of, like, a building, like, trust in each other. That, yeah, like, it makes everything, I mean, it makes they work hand in hand. Yeah. They make your business relationship better. Mm-hmm. And having yeah. like an actual relationship is just nice. Yeah. It just and, makes life a little better. And he was the tennis coach. Yeah. Which very cool. Yeah. Which yeah. was cool. And then, I don't know. I mean, I think I would say I had some pretty good relationships with other teachers mm-hmm. in high school. Um, but there was always that like, Oh, like school, you know, like school was always there. So it's like, Oh, like, do I want to build a relationship? Yeah. Yeah. But I like feel. Mr. Hawkins, my counselor, uh-huh. I think was up there for Helps me. Yeah. A really just a motivating guy, like always there to help out whenever. And there was some shit that I went through in high school mm-hmm. and he was always there, which was great. Yeah. That is really great. Yeah. Just people. Um, yeah. When I think of Mr. Bullman, mm-hmm. cause I had him one time, knew him. Um, through you guys mainly um, just a guy who kind of isn't it for the right reasons yeah like just a chill dude doing it because I don't know he wants to make a difference in kids lives yeah. even though like his vibe is that he would come off as like cynical and like blah, blah, blah. yeah he like was in it strict, but... yeah he was in it because like yeah yeah he didn't want I mean he he loved his job and yeah. he tried and I think he was at the point where, like, if a student cared and made an effort, then he was about it. Yeah. You know? And that's, I think that's really important as a teacher Mm -hmm. or a professor. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, there's so many teachers who, it's, like, a weird thing that, because, like, their pay is so low. Yeah. That, like, you would do it if you didn't like it. But there are so many teachers that are just like, well, I'll just be a teacher, I guess. Like, I'm just here, you know? like (laughs) And then they do it, and, like, they're fucking shitty. Yeah. And... The, those are the teachers you don't remember no. basically <laughs> i think it'd be good to do like to like if you're if you're gonna i think it has an impact on a student if a teacher's like oh like i'm just here to do my job mm-hmm. like i don't really care about what you learn or like what you take yeah. away 
But when a teacher does do that, like Zachis, I mean, <laughs> we were in the same class. Yeah. And Zachis really did that. And I think for me, like, I wasn't a big reader, big writer. Uh-huh. And I think it motivated me to, like, branch out and, like, cause, I don't know. I've always been, like, a math mm-hmm. and science type of guy. I think it motivated me to, like, go out and, like, r- like randomly read a book mm-hmm. or, like, just, like, get more into literature and, like, write more. And I don't mm-hmm. know. I think it's therapeutic at some point. Yeah. Well. We need, yeah. It's just. We need to take, if we paid teachers more, then yeah, there'd be a lot better teachers. Yeah, this is how it, this is how it would be. Yeah, like, I totally agree. It's just like, yeah, there so many of the best people don't go into teaching because even though they want to, because it's just the just money's not shafted. There. Yeah, and the money's not there. Yeah, and then there are so many really good teachers who are doing it but aren't financially stable yeah and they're not getting the respect they deserve yeah and they have to do other jobs Mm -hmm. and maybe that affects their teaching because they have to teach all day and then go do something else like it's not it's not good (laughs) Uh -uh. i totally agree with you teachers have a lot more respect in other countries um and even in certain certain areas in our country Mm -hmm. like I i think if you're like a teacher in new york city like and you're in like a good situation like you're making a good amount of money you're getting respect and it's good but it doesn't look like that in the vast majority of the country no i totally Um, agree which is annoying because i could i could see you being a teacher yeah 100 (laughs) percent. yeah i've like thought about yeah i'm being the cool english teacher like Mm -hmm. helps people with their writing coach baseball yeah it sounds kind of nice and maybe yeah maybe like when I'm in my 40s, yeah. 50s, yeah. later on, because like I can make my money, hang out, and then do it later, and not have to like I mean, worry about money. It's a passion at that point, right? Yeah. Like exactly. later on, like it's something that you've wanted to do, and you go on and do yeah. it, and I think it'd be good. Yeah. So maybe we'll see. Yeah. Um, a lot of time to think about. That. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm trying to think anything else in high school that's noteworthy. You're a really good student. You were active in school from what i remember you were like the student council did you do that yeah that was yeah. since like third grade yeah i uh carried through with that through yeah yeah year. so that's cool um and yeah there's always a stigma behind that though it's like <laughs> oh like only the nerds the student, student council, council guy <laughs> like, oh screw that guy you know? nah, it's cool school involvement is cool yeah i agree i encourage everyone to do it yeah it's like what else what else are you doing yeah Nothing. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honest, honestly, I think it actually helps in in high school for college application processes and then in college for internship and full-time position process. You know? Just doing shit. Yeah. You're being active. You're not sitting on your ass and being a bum. Yeah. I mean, you learn you learn through your experiences. Exactly. At least how, how I kind of went through college. Um, we did different, like, we studied different things. Yeah. But I always kind of took it as like a... I don't know, by like my junior and senior year, I started blowing off school a little more to just focus on the things that I was learning from, which mm-hmm. is like the podcast yeah. and like traveling yeah. and like do radio show, radio and, show yeah. and just because, I don't know, those are my interests and yeah, I feel, like, I feel like you just like learn, you just learn more shit through mm-hmm. just like living and yeah. just like naturally doing things. I, um, I totally agree with that. So yeah, that's what those extracurriculars are key for so i feel like that's pretty good on high school then mm-hmm. you were just kind of you're active met some really cool people didn't really date but you know no. it's hard yeah. it's hard out there 
<laughs> it was weird. I mean, I don't know. I I, yeah. I was there. I knew a lot of people, but yeah. I guess I when I attempted, it just didn't really work it out. Didn't really work. Yeah, and I, that's how it goes. Yeah. So then you um, you, tr- you go to Madison. Yeah, 2016. Why? Um, that's a great question. <laughs> I uh, I still think about that almost every day. <laughs> I had very financially responsible options in other places yeah and i chose to go against those right because i mean okay so i could have gone to ohio state uh-huh like almost full tuition like full coverage really yeah just based on like whatever like standardized testing scores which uh-huh. again and ohio state's a good school yeah for engineering just to point out i think standardized tests are bullshit yeah that's just something that they i want to throw in there for me it was important to be somewhat close to home but somewhat like the distance where it's like two hours where it's like two hours is a good distance i can go anywhere but like, I was. my parents can't just show up whenever when i'm exactly. living my freedom years like being away you know yeah like the first freedom years of my life right um but there was a day in april of 2016 i believe yeah 2016 it was like senior year second semester things were starting to wind down i went to madison with my dad and it's like beautiful spring day blue sky sunny and i just saw how gorgeous the city was driving in and like walking around like we probably walked like eight miles that day just around the campus and i told my i looked my dad in the eye i was like this is it like i knew right away and i had dream schools yeah um madison was actually not one of them Mm -hmm. i got into i didn't get into my number one which was michigan Uh uh-huh um, which sucked because yeah. I was like very hopeful that I would uh-huh. with, I guess, I mean, we talked about with a lot of the act- activities and stuff that I was in. Yeah. I thought it would be the kind of cherry on top to get me in, but uh-huh. they just didn't want me. So I, uh, took my talents to, <laughs> to Madison and I don't regret it nice. at all. So yeah, very expensive, Yeah. but fucking YOLO, man. Yeah. Like you're going, you're, it's an investment mm-hmm. for one and... It seems like where you're at now, you'll be able to pay off your loans. It won't take you that long. It'll take you like a decade, maybe. Yeah. My, my goal is before 30. Yeah. So Which gives me seven years. Within the next 10 years, they'll be paid off. And then, yeah, then it's just gone. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You just pay, you pay a little bit every month. Yeah. And like. It is what it is. Yeah. And it was... That's just, this is how it is. As cliche as it is, it really was, like, some of the best years of my life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Daddy Biden is going to cut some of it. I hope Daddy <laughs> Biden cuts some of it. fucking Bernie won, we all gone. Oh, Somehow. Man. I don't know how he was going to do it, but I it was going to be all gone. I almost I almost wrote him in. Almost. <laughs> I thought about it. Just, yeah. just for the loan, the loan promise. Yeah. But, no, yeah. I. So you go to Madison. Yep. And how was your freshman year? Freshman year was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, there were two guys on my floor. So, first of all, I roomed with a high school buddy, Alex Palatinas. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. So, we lived together freshman year, and uh-huh. it was awesome. Um, AJ Austin lived the floor above us, and then our whole floor was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, super social. Like, would always hang out. Like, we'd go out together, hang out, like, in the lounge together, Everyone had their doors open on, like, the first two weeks when we were there. 
Um, I think I built some pretty good friendships. I still talk to a lot of the guys from the freshman dorm uh, to this day. And two guys, particularly Zach and Taylor, mm-hmm. um, like two of my best friends, they just graduated last weekend. And it was fun. I built some really good relationships. And, you know, some of them ended after sophomore year mm-hmm. just because of shitty people. Yeah, just just shit. Yeah, just, just shit. Just shit in general happens. shit. Yeah. yeah. But also yeah. I think it was a good, like, learning step. You know, like you're on your own for the first time. You meet someone, you're like, oh, these, this person will be pretty cool. Let's mm-hmm. hang out. And with them being in the same living space as you for a year, you're kind of in that same boat for that whole year. And then things change, shit happens, as we've said multiple times. Yeah. You lose some friendships, but Mm -hmm. I think overall freshman year was very good for me. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. And school was hard, but, like, Mm -hmm. you did it. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of shit happened during school. A lot of losses in the family. Yeah. A couple hospital visits for non, like, for actual, like, medical emergencies, which... Which blows. Yeah. Which. Yeah, I mean, college is when like when shit gets real. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I mean, no that's kidding. when it got real for me. Um, and I feel like, I mean, yeah, like high school is like a stepping stone to it, and mm-hmm. then like once you're in college, that's by the end of it, that's like pretty close to adulthood. Yeah. <laughs> having to like, <laughs> I feel like the the thought of going to college and actually being there is just a whole different beast. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't understand, like, how tough it is, like, being alone until you're actually there. And I'm sure you can mm-hmm. attest to that. Yeah. And I, I think I, I think we both noticed that pretty significantly mm-hmm. throughout our years. Yeah. So, I I think the question is interesting. And I have brought it up a couple times. And not everyone is able to point to something. But falling out with friends is something you've had to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's fucking shitty. Yeah. <laughs> and it's something like you never um I don't know. It's not something I mean when you think when I cuz I know you um and I know myself and I both I know both of us are just like chillers mm-hmm. and like good people at the end of the day. Like we don't want I don't know. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. don't want we don't want ilk on anyone for no reason no. like um I don't want to so, talk shit about someone, Yeah, you know? so you think like you don't really think it's ever going to happen to you. Yeah. Like, I, I never really thought I would have, like, a really, really close friend. Mm. And just, we would just, like, hate each other. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't think I didn't think it would happen. So how is that kind of sitting with you now? Um, I think, honestly, it was mainly, it was sophomore year, my mm. roommates. Um, they kind of just made me feel like shit for, like, the type of person I was. Mm-hmm. And, like... It got to a point where it was like, like you're not like in the same financial class as us, so we yeah. can't be friends with you. Yeah, and like, kind of like what? Like what do you think of that? <laughs> I think that's whack as fuck. You know, and yeah. when I first like, it was like pretty quick into the lease, and I was like, oh, I'm screwed. Like I'm here. I signed a lease for a year. Mm-hmm. Like I can't afford to pay for this and another place. So it was like, you kind of just had to live through it. But luckily, I found friends within my program that I was studying. Yeah. And most of my days were just going to class and doing homework and then hanging out at their places until Mm -hmm. I was tired enough to go home and sleep 
and then in the morning try not to see anyone like it sucked because i had to avoid them Mm -hmm. like in your own home like trying to avoid people that live there too like can you imagine doing that with like yudesh and stellan nope no right yeah i think i said it at the top it's it's no way to live no it's not um but um but yeah no i i can kind of obviously circumstances are different but at the end of the day it's like the same thing like kind of the same thing i went through like just people didn't yeah people just like just like shitted on me yeah my life for no reason reason. (laughs) yeah (laughs) like does it make them feel better I just, I just hate to think that, like, someone can potentially feel better by shitting on you or mm-hmm. me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You always have to try and be... You always have to work to s- step in their shoes and try and see where they're coming from yeah. as much as you can. And you can look back on mistakes you've made, because obviously, in both of our situations, there were things we look back on. I I can speak for you and say, like, oh, yeah, probably shouldn't have said that. (laughs) Probably should have maybe handled that a little differently. Um, But at the end of the day, just kind of get away from the toxicity. Yeah. (laughs) And you got to do what's best for you. Yeah. It was a good choice. Yeah. As much as we enjoyed our time together when it it happened... Mm -hmm. Honestly, like, it's fine now. Mm-hmm. Like, I got an apology from one of the people, and then it was, like, two years after, and it's like, okay, like, thanks. Like, I appreciate you reaching out and saying that, but, like, at the same time, it's like, ah, uh, like, it's been two years. Mm-hmm. But, like, still, it's appreciated. Yeah. Regardless. It's better than nothing. It's nice to hear that, that they realized <laughs> yeah. that something was wrong, and obviously there was yeah. a reason for me being pissed off every time I was home. Mm-hmm. There's a little emotional growth there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a learning... Person. I think everything is a learning experience, mm-hmm. which I cherish. And, again, going back to this... i kind of basing this statement off of our conversation right now. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so grateful to have our friend group. Yes. Yeah. I wish that I could just... I'm a goddamn way. What is it to say? There ain't a better time than today. Well, maybe I'll lay down for a little. Instead of always trying to figure everything out. And all I do is say sorry. Half the time, I don't even know what I'm saying it about. So. Yeah, we've kind of talked about falling outs we've had, um, but you did start the conversation with college was the best time of your life. Yeah. So uh, other than some friend issues, which are inevitable in life, um, it was a good time. Yeah. Game uh, days. Oh, man. Drinking, having fun. Yeah. Working would, hard, working hard working on your projects, hard. doing radio. I want to yeah. talk about radio. Yeah. I would love to. So you did radio like sophomore year through senior senior year. year. Yeah. Yeah. So for three years. Um nice. Me and my buddy Arjun, uh little shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Um but we we did radio together. He started a semester before me and then he's like, Hey, like you love music, I love music, let's do it let's together. Let's do it. So then That's we how did it, it together. Yeah. A little show called Lyrics to Go. Nice. It's a good name. Yeah. Do a little theme every week and it was fun, man. I it was like my my getaway from school for the week, mm-hmm. and 
it was nice because like during the week i could like plan like oh i heard this song let me put yeah, this on the show like, yeah and then we can talk about it and mm-hmm. we get to bring on our friends and talk to them and get their taste and it was fun i think music really shaped a good part of me like growing up yeah and i do listen to a lot of mainstream shit but yeah. at the same time like i like to bring like, like what you like man yeah awesome yeah yeah radio radio is how i met my best friends in college um radio is how i met two of my best friends and then podcasting is how i met my other best friend yeah so that's so nice just like yeah just from hobbies yeah i guess um and yeah i had the same kind of experience with radio um just like yeah we would do a show every week Mm-hmm. We, we would always do it like a little I li- I kind of liked our slot our slot was always well we could go in whenever we wanted which was great because it was like a shitty station that no one like really knew existed um, but we would typically do it like around like 5 we would do like a 5 PM. yeah we would okay. do like a 5 to 7 slot okay. so we'd get out of class and then just like pop Shit, in have a couple s- beers head to the stew yeah yeah it was it was nice. Our show was called Burned on the House. Oh, nice. Um, okay. I like that. And we, uh, yeah, because we're all lefty, Bernie people. Yeah. And we love the talking heads. So it was like a... It's a cool play on words. And yeah, and we did, um, yeah, we did the same thing, like a different theme yeah. every week. And the one year we did every decade. So we oh, went like, nice. I think 50s up to the 2010s. Nice. And we just like played all our favorite music from the decade. Um, and we had like a master playlist. Yeah. It's like... 15 hours long oh, it's just like everything that's sweet so you gotta just play whatever you want that's yeah sweet. and we could also play whatever we wanted and yeah. we would typically play music that like would swear to yeah and like it didn't like we never heard from anyone about it yeah so that's how it was for us too because uh-huh. we had to if you wanted to have like explicit music it would have to be after 10 p.m okay so, so we that's would, still nice that you're able nice. to do that it's a great way to end the night yeah so it was, it was fun i i do uh-huh. miss that for sure so radio is like a an escape for you yes radio what else was like an escape just music and basketball basketball i played pickup basketball probably three to four times a week Mm -hmm. um like fridays like i would like either end class early or have no classes Mm -hmm. so i just like wake up like get some stuff done and then just go hoop for like four hours Mm -hmm. and like that was always great yeah really enjoyed that Dude, when you um when you get a little more settled, like when if you like move to Cleveland and you're like there more, you should definitely like look into joining like a rec league. league. Yeah, yeah, do it once a week for like an hour, like it's it's fun. Yeah, and it's a good way of meeting people. You can do co-ed things too. It's yeah. a good way of meeting girls. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what I'm doing with this soccer league. Yeah, like, yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Um, should be fun. Howman and I did one in Chicago. Yeah, I remember hearing yeah. about that too. Yeah, dick slap. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It was like the first year of uh, indoor. Okay. Yeah, we okay. just like lost every game at like ten. Oh, it's so bad. That's tough. <laughs> um, I miss indoor soccer. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Sportsplex, yeah. baby. <laughs> that was that was always a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, soccer's soccer's the best. It's like the only way that I can run. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I play basketball too. But, yeah, it's just tough um, to like put on some running shoes and like go on like a four mile run. I but can't... it's easy to run a couple miles playing soccer. Yeah, right? or basketball. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think they might have just heard Koo in the background. Yeah, that's our neighbor's dog. Koo, Koo is a is a chiller <laughs> for sure. Met Koo yesterday. 
Kubuls. Ku does bull. Yes. Um, nice. So, so you, so you've dealt. So, you've said middle school, high school, and would you say it's gotten like increasingly better? Yeah. Then. Yeah. I mean, I would say high school had a little dip. Uh huh. But then picked back it's up. Just like a. Yeah. Yeah, there was like a small, like like middle school, elementary, mm-hmm. middle, and then like a short little dip in high school, and then it's just. So is that kind of where like anxiety? Uh, high school. Yeah. Yeah, high school, and like then I would say there's a little, like a little dip, dip in college as well. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sophomore, I think honestly, sophomore to junior year for both. Just like anxiety, depression. Yeah. Vibe. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really tell anyone about it. Mm-hmm. I kind of just kept it to myself. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of just kept telling myself that I was here for a reason and I have yeah. a lot to like prove to myself and to other people. And that's what helped you cope. Yeah. You, is there anything else you can think of that helped you get through anxiety spells or depression spells? Um, I think it was my family as family. well. Yeah. Family and the group of friends that I like to call family now, both from home and, um, college. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, home friends like i've known you guys for anywhere from like eight to 15 years at this Mm. point and there's always just someone that i know i can bank on which is yeah at any time literally at any time which is great yeah and that's kind of the same with college like i've built i know i was only together with them for four years but i've built relationships that i think will last for a long like a lifetime and it's good you could recognize that I mean, because I don't want to speak for yourself. I mean, you could be dealing with some shit, but it seems like you're doing better now than yeah. some of those phases. Yeah. Um, I think it was also tough with, I mean, I lost my, I lost my, both my grandpas last year. Yeah. And then I lost hard. my grandma. Because you were really year. close with them. Yeah. 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 They like raised me. So like, it yeah. was, it was tough, but mm-hmm. I knew that, I, I know now that they're a lot happier now. Yeah, and, definitely. Yeah. That's well said. Um. But yeah, thinking about just having people is great. And I can say right now um, that I feel the same way. There's like six or seven people in my life right now that just call and just get help. Um, But I have been, (laughs) when the depression and anxiety is bad, so when you're going through some of those spells, and kind of what I just heard you mention a little bit is, when you are going through that, <laughs> it is very easy to forget that there are people to talk to. <laughs> yeah, no, it um, is. It really is. And uh, yeah, the the cliche thing, people who are going through that, telling themselves like, uh, like I don't want to be a burden. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely felt that like, I, a lot. One hundred percent. I'm on the <laughs> um, same page. Like, oh, like yeah, I could call this person, but like uh, they're gonna think I'm annoying or like. They don't want to deal with this right now. I don't want to bother them. But it's nice to kind of be past that and realize that, that that's just like your depression and anxiety yeah. talking. Like, well, and then, again, it's it's not the case. Like, yeah. They're your friends for a reason to yeah. help you through the good times mm-hmm. and the bad times. Exactly. And that's kind of why I think back about some of my toxicity I dealt with senior year. Um, and that's kind of where I realized that, yeah, maybe – they're not a real friend if they're not here for me in the bad time. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think that at least for me, as far as like 
reaching reaching as like close as you can to self-actualization whatever mm-hmm. that is or like reaching the the meaning of life or whatever that yeah. bullshit is it's the goal is to just get get some boolers get like yeah. get like twenty like 20 to 25 boolers who are just kind of just like like <laughs> Like not not necessarily twenty five people that you can call out of nowhere, but no. twenty five, like a just crew, a solid crew of yeah. just people who are only there to support you and give you love and aren't going to be toxic. Yeah. is is my goal. Yeah, and uh, is just like a comforting way to live. Yeah, um, and I still I still feel the, I guess just the need to say this just if no if you don't hype yourself up no one else is gonna hype you up you know like you gotta believe in yourself you gotta do what's right for you always and everyone who supports you and cares about you will follow and i feel like that's been a good way for me to kind of stay like on top of things in my end and try to keep a happy mindset and just know that again i'm here for a reason so you graduate into a pandemic same as you sucked right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> same as me yeah it was kind of shitty but you had a job right away yes right yes so you I, graduated and you had your eaten thing lined up yeah so i right. so i interned with eaten back in like in between junior and senior year mm-hmm. um again out in michigan mm-hmm. and then they like i guess they saw like personality wise how like fond of talking to people and Mm -hmm. like getting along with different types of people so um in october or i guess mid-september i got an offer um for a technical sales engineering position um with eaton and i was searching at the time uh looking different places interviewing had a couple different choices um and i chose to stay with eaton one i just knew the culture Mm -hmm. i knew how the way the company operated and I didn't really want to have to go through that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like I kind of just went with it and honestly it's it's been a grind but good experience. Nice. So a lot of work um but fulfilling? Very. Would you say? Yeah, okay. very. Um it's good. I think I meet like 40 new people every week. Wow. Which is awesome. Yeah. Which is great. Like I you know me well enough. I like meeting people. I like talking to new people. Um the work has picked up a lot just with people kind of leaving, moving on to new roles and me just being here as a, a full-time intern, like quote unquote, you know, I mean, I'm in a development program. I'm kind of like a full-time intern right now. And you're just kind of like, Oh, like this position's open, fill in. If you like it, you can kind of do it full-time in a couple months. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, it's been really rewarding. A lot of, a lot of work happening and, I don't know, just building the network. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so we've kind of come full circle. But, yeah. Um, which is nice. So that was a little little slice of Paris. It's a lot. He's a cool guy. He's one of my best friends. Um, yeah. So now I kind of just like want to have a little fun. Yeah, let's um, do it. Talk about girls a little oh. bit. <laughs> I don't know if that's fun. I think we'll have fun after I bring up girls. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> this, this, this might be a little, like I said, a little downfall, <laughs> like it was in high school and college. Yeah. We'll pick it back up. Yeah. 
Um, are you looking to date right now? Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty lonely, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be nice. Me too. Yeah. I'm pretty lonely. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You can talk <laughs> to your, like, you can talk to your friends all the time. Yeah. I will, like, also at some point, it's, it's like, yeah. it's like, oh, I'm just bothering my friends now. And like, <laughs> it'd be kind of nice to have just, like, someone to talk to all the time. Yeah. And, like, someone to, like, be like, yeah. hey, you want to go get dinner or, like, ice cream or, like, hang out or do something? Yeah. Yeah. So you dated a girl towards the end of college? Uh, kind of. I guess quote unquote. Like end of college, end first year of your job, right? Uh, no, it was like middle of senior year. Okay, and it wasn't quote unquote dating. Quote unquote like, dating is what I was referring yeah, to. Yeah, it was just like, like a thing. It was like a thing that sh- yeah. probably should have been, but it wasn't. That's just like I feel like dating and in 20, general, dating in general is just like a big like question mark. Yeah, like oh, are we exclusive? <laughs> no, yeah. like no, not yet. Yeah. Yeah. So you had something like that that you look back on how? Um, I think it was more, for me, it was more of a growing, like I learned a lot about myself yeah. and how I operate when it comes to relationships. Uh-huh. And I've, t- I've talked to Rog about it a lot because uh-huh. he's... I've talked about to Rog about my love life a lot yeah. too. I think he's a good person <laughs> to kind of talk to about it. Yeah. And... He, the one thing he had to tell me that I really appreciated was I didn't see it until someone mentioned it is that I handled it very well and didn't take it as, oh, this person's out of my life now, Mm. but take what you learn from it and grow from it. Yeah. And I really, yeah. And I really appreciated that. Okay. So you don't look back on it really with the sour taste in your mouth or you kind of do. I miss it. Yeah. I mean, is nice yeah i thought like we got along really well we had a lot of similar interests and uh-huh. kind of sucks that it's not really happening at the time yeah but you know it's not really meant to be or are you still a little hung up i was hung up for a while uh-huh. but i think now at the point of where i'm at in my life right now i think it might have been good yeah like i don't know i still don't know like i haven't really seen her or talked to her since Uh but if i do like maybe that'll get me to the point where it's like okay this should have ended when it did yeah i haven't i guess i haven't had that closure yet Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) closure is a weird word too (laughs) yeah it is (laughs) the closure isn't real no i feel like no there's always a chance always (laughs) always with everyone yeah you never, you never really know what's going to happen in life. Yeah. Um, I mean, there were some random flings in college, mm. but never really, like, anything, like, super serious where I was like, oh, like, I've been dating this girl for a year. Yeah. Yeah, like, I never really had that. I feel like I've never really had, um, I mean, I would say, like, at the time, it was a serious relationship, my thing with Leah. Yeah. Um, but I would never really say I've, like, genuinely had a a serious relationship at this point and i don't think there's anything wrong with that (laughs) you know like we're still like little little flings yeah but like nothing nothing really substantive um i'd like it yeah i i'm in i'm in the same boat yeah Um, it'll it'll happen hopefully hopefully (laughs) hopefully hopefully there's someone out there yeah there are plenty of fish they say that's what i heard i haven't seen i haven't seen a lot of fish no (laughs) <laughs> seen a couple one or two yeah 
It's been hard. It's been really yeah. hard. I mean, even in Michigan, man. It's mm-hmm. just Well, with just your schedule, it's not. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's a part of it, but also like pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> like pandemic too. Yeah, dude, settle into Cleveland, play some pickup basketball, fucking just meet a girl. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm really hoping some stuff starts to pick up and life gets back to normal. Because mm-hmm. I don't think it's very normal right now. Nah. And, I mean, it's fair. It's getting there. Everyone's going through the same shit. So me sitting here complaining is pointless because I know you and your neighbor and the next person over yeah. is dealing with the same thing. Yeah, it's valid, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone it's has... It's okay to talk it out. Yeah. Everyone has a different experience. Yeah. Like, I mean, we were talking to Dash yesterday. He's like... I had some of the best time during the beginning of quarantine, you yeah. know? And that was weird for me to hear because I was like, well, this fucking sucks. Yeah. I just graduated from my childhood bedroom and now I have to sit here and do nothing. Come with umbrellas. 2018 in that push Gorilla. Go your pouch. Rats in a quarter ounce. Two accounts. Large amounts. Shop around. Design it down. Dribble drown. Uh, I'm excited to see Tyler at Bonnaroo. Yeah, I'm playing Sunday night. Yeah, I need to That's get tickets through. <laughs> I need to. You should. The lineup is sick this year. It's good. It's yeah. good. Every I've been looking at some of the other lineups that are coming out, and so far, Rue is my favorite. Yeah, and it's nice to have tickets to it. Yeah, I hope it happens. I think it will. Yeah, I have my. Uh, I bought tickets to my first concert since like I couldn't even tell you the last concert I went yeah. to. What concert? Uh, I'm seeing Camp, like a indie folk yeah. kind of band yeah, in uh, in uh, Columbus in August, and I'm thrilled because I've been listening to their music a lot because it's just like relaxing. Are you gonna be there? Or are you just gonna go there for the show? I'm just going for the show. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's like one of those like weekend trips where like I'll go down just there. Do it. Yeah, it'll be fun. Me and my roommate are doing it together, and one okay. of our buddies is meeting up from Dayton. Nice. So it'll be a good time. Yeah, no, it's nice. Uh, yeah, I have the Bonner tickets. Nice to just have something to look forward to. Yeah, helps helps me get through the days. <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. Um, man. I'm trying to think. What? All right, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite concert you've ever been to? Favorite concert I've ever been to um, is is El City Lala. It's my favorite one. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I guess other than that, I'll try and think of a different one. Um, I want to hear your answer as well. I mean, I think you know my answer. Chance? Yeah. That's your favorite? Yeah. That was honestly, like, just with, like, the way the intro was with, like, Michelle Obama. And then, like, he brought out D-Wade and Vic Mensa. (laughs) And I was just, like, like, bringing out a Chicago native and then a fellow Chicago rapper is just so sick. Mm. It was just enjoyable. Like, I remember, like, Rock just on my, like, left side. And we were just both just Mm. like, oh, my God, this is happening. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you listen to music when you're anxious? All the time. Is that helpful? Yes. I yeah, me too. fall asleep to music. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, if you're, like, stressed out after a day, it just helps me fall asleep. As tired as I am, I just can't. Like, I have some sort of, like, <clears throat> struggle falling asleep at night. And then, yeah, like, I think we're similar in the sense, um, yeah, noise. Yeah. Noise is good. Yeah. <laughs> noise is great. Yeah, just different. We kind of talked about it in our conversation, but yeah. just the, uh, like the background noise thing. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. if it's just like an instrumental. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm ever going somewhere or if I'm just chilling, just 
always got to be something. <laughs> yeah, going. Just I, can't, like, I can't do keep me out of my head. Yeah. Slash, like I don't know, just yeah. make me smile a little bit. Yeah. Like, I mean, I listen to music one because it makes me feel better, and two, every time I feel like I have some sort of memory associated with different songs mm-hmm. and. If I'm working and like, oh, like, this is shitty. Like, I hate what I'm doing right now. Yeah, like, I don't want to do that. And just put a smile on your face, yeah. you know? And like, even when I'm driving, it's like, with all the driving I've been doing, traveling, it's like, oh, like, fuck this. It's the same right. thing over and over and over right. again. But then it's like, oh, like, this beat comes on. I'm like, all right, I'm in it now, you know? Definitely. Who's your favorite? Um, who's your favorite? Who, who do you think is the best rapper in the last. I Maybe mean, not necessarily all time. Who do you think is best in the game right now? Right now? Uh-huh. That's tough because there's so many, like, shitty rappers right now that are considered to be good because they're mainstream. Mm-hmm. I, I think my one, two, three would still be Kendrick Chance Cole. Kendrick Chance Cole. Yeah. I am waiting for a Kendrick album. Yeah, it should be this year. Yeah. And then, like, I mean... I'm a Drake fanboy. Mm-hmm. That's been known. <laughs> and yeah. I I mean, I don't listen to him as much as I used to, but it's still a thing. Uh-huh. And Young Thug, great. He's at Rue. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. That's that's <laughs> that's a that's a concert I would Dude, love to see. Live. I'm pissed because he was supposed to be like they announced the lineup last year and then the one the one that got cancelled. And then the one that's this year is like similar. Yeah. But like a couple dropped out. Yeah. A couple got added. Yeah. And one of the guys that dropped out was Denzel. <laughs> i want to see denzel so bad yeah i mean also yeah i'd say like jid denzel yeah. um earth gang uh-huh. uh just like dreamville like collab group in general mm-hmm. like all just some of my go-tos yeah like i have playlists like strictly for like four artists and like i make sure i don't add any other song mm-hmm. from anyone else in there yeah yeah i listen to when i'm like trying to get hyped up i listen to slow tide denzel yes and jpeg jpeg too (laughs) so that's kind of like yeah my favorite hip-hop at the moment um and i like i like the the old boom bap shit yeah like wu-tang and yeah tribe tribe yeah tribe for sure and beastie boys obviously yeah you're you're the you're the biggest beastie boys (laughs) fanboy i know so um yeah no i'm excited for you to hear um typically what i've been doing is just like kind of taking creative control and just like thinking about just songs that I remember that a the guest really likes slash a song that me and the guest have kind of like had some link sort on, of yeah. link on. So I'm excited to kind of think about that for this one. Yeah, I'm excited for you to to scruff through and hear them. Yeah, it'll be um, good. I'm excited <laughs> to listen to our conversation over again. Uh-huh. It'll be a good one. Most people don't say that. Most people are fucking terrified to hear themselves. I mean, I hate hearing my own <laughs> voice. Yeah, but. I think we've had a very good conversation, especially for not having seen each other in the last, like, five, six months. Mm-hmm. I think it was really good for us to kind of sit down and catch up on life. Yeah, that's the that's the goal, man. Yeah. Well, where I'm kind of, when I kind of describe this thing to people, I say it's, like, therapy mm-hmm. and therapy, fun, and just, like, productivity in general. Because, I mean, this is kind of what I'd like to make a career out of. Yeah. Um, so it's good for me to grow my skills. It's a lot of fun. And yeah. also it's just like good for me to yeah. just like And that's the most important thing. Catch up with people. Yeah. Talk to people. 
um just talk about life and shit yeah so. well because like, normally you don't have these types of conversations on the on the day-to-day you know it's a good excuse yeah to do it yeah um, you learn a little about someone yes and i am fucking like really thrilled to just like i don't know a year from now when like i pick through everyone mm-hmm. like it's gonna take me a little while to get through everyone but yeah once i do it'll be cool to just have like a like a little time capsule yeah. of just yeah. like all of these people who are super important to me and to have like i don't know just kind of like see where we are at that moment mm-hmm. in our relationship yeah, a year from now and then like look back in the future and just like damn like look how far we've come. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah right? it's crazy um so yeah it's a good little snapshot of what's going on with you yeah where we're at and it seems like you're you're doing well yeah things are going yeah. well staying busy yeah trying to stay out of my head uh-huh. and like i said we're very happy to be here and we still got two more days of blue. yeah we're gonna have a we're gonna have a fun couple of days yeah in brooklyn some beautiful nights some beautiful days yeah so well cool man uh thanks for coming yeah on innocence lost yes uh it was a pleasure yeah uh, first in-person guest yeah i was just about to say thank you for having me as the first yes. in-person guest this is gonna be um crystal clear yeah it sound great um hopefully we'll see just um, some tweaking here and there some tweaking. Yeah. but uh but yeah appreciate it man yeah of course thank you again and let's have a good night yeah all right if I gave a second to a second thought I'd watch my youth slip right through my wide eyes If I told you that I loved you that would be a guarantee that there's nothing or no one else for me Oh, I can't be in charge of breaking hearts that ain't a job Girl, don't you make a monster out of me Oh, I'm trying to try my best to write the words into phrases, phrases from all the phases, all for you. I'll keep living, you can stay, I don't mind the company, babe, just know I ain't old enough to say that what I have is what's ahead, oh, you're the one until I'm dead, I'll kiss your lips and I'll bless your brain. I'm a Jolly Roger, darling Dodger Bang.